1: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
2: Oi!
3: The boys on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes tales are quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Oh, let's go. Booty, booty.
0: It's
1: time to get this party started. Booty, booty. It's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now
4: it's time to go. Cause it's the booty, booty. It's time to get this party started. It's the booty,
3: booty. It's time to get this party started. With Danny, Jimmy, Gregor Donny, Jimmy, J.C. it's time to get this party started
2: tonight. You're listening to This Just In on Footy Prime, your almost daily footy fix. Dan, you want to count count everybody in? Sure. We'll do it together. We'll do it simultaneously. Sure. You ready? Wait, wait, Let's wait. Do- from, from five or from three? From five?
4: Yeah, from five. No, no. Always. We're going to do... But Dan, you do, You go en français.
2: Okay. And I'll do anglais. Okay. But but Charms, you have to count us in. Okay. Count us. Yeah. All right. right. Okay. So <laughs> I'm going to do it from four. And four. And three. And two. Stank. Oh, wait. Patra. Throw. Cross. In. What? That's <laughs> exactly how we thought it would go. That's so a really good childish. intro. So childish. So dumb. <laughs> hey, it's Footy Prime. It's Sunday, which means it is this just in. Wonger and JC are fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> he- It's Sunday. Sunday, we're bigger idiots. No one's arguing with that. Well, listen, it's a big news day, right? So this this podcast's name actually isn't this, Justin. This is called We Refuse to Let Ronaldo Hijack the Podcast Podcast Edition. He won't (laughs) hijack it. He won't. There's bigger stories right now in Canadian football than to spend the entire podcast talking about Cristiano Ronaldo and that interview with Piers Morgan which results we were thinking him leaving Manchester United. We will get to it at some point, but because B isn't here today and it's me hosting on this Sunday, I refuse to start with that because the big story was we had a world cup squad announcement today and it made me feel all giggy and giddy as well. Giggy and giddy inside <laughs> goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> it was going so well. And I yeah, mispronounced the word gig- giddy. So good, bud. So, Canada have a squad for a World Cup, Jimmy? Craig, as as former players who played many times in the country, you probably have a different perspective, maybe a more emotional perspective. How did it make you feel to see that announcement today, Craig?
5: Well, obviously, like like everybody else, I think, uh, you know, excitement. I mean, I'm I'm super excited. Um, Also disappointed for a few individuals, Max Crapo, uh, Daniel Henry as well, in particular, Um, Kennedy, um these guys are going to you know obviously feel bad about the situation but all in all uh excited but also i just hope i hope we don't you know get on the big stage and shit the bed but you know
4: (laughs) (laughs) it took you a while to come out didn't it you were holding back a little bit were you uh
5: you know what i mean i don't want to say
3: that was so hard for you to get out of your mouth there
5: (laughs) oh i was like trying to like how do you actually say shit the bed without actually saying shit the bed
2: but what Uh, would shit in the bed look like to you craig are we to like the sheets covered here just like a little
5: stain good question 4-0, 3-0, 1-0? Four nil, three nil, one nil. You that's shitting the bed.
2: Mm. Is it though? I mean, losing to Croatia and Belgium, you know, easily, emphatically, and then losing a tight one to Morocco. Well, I don't know. Well, first World Cup. There's no pressure on these guys, right? None. Yeah, but not even scoring
4: a goal would be semi shitting the bed already. No, if you're talking eight to nil in uh, aggregate, I don't know. That's
5: I think I think I think what's going to happen and. It's just typical in all sports too. Is when the team sort of set those standards really high, the crews who qualifying. Um, but they're also now in a position where, okay, everybody's warm and fuzzy, but the daggers will be out if this doesn't go well. They know that. And there's a lot of pressure on the players for that. So there is a certain so- amount of pressure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Really?
2: Even this team, like, there's been 36 years, they've been joining a real tough group. You think there's pressure on them? I mean, you know you know more than me, you haven't been an international footballer. I'm sure they put pressure on themselves within the room, but mm-hmm. as as an outsider looking in, I, I don't see where that pressure is. There's no expectations here, is there really? Apart from just don't like cover those sheets and shit.
5: Yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah, that's that's about it. You don't want the old <laughs> shit spreader, right? No, you don't, right? I'd say like, a few stains that's fine.
3: <laughs>
2: But those sheets could be used again, right? In four I years'
3: time. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> what is JC's
2: happening? looking around. JC's looking around at his bed, I think. Uh, what is happening here? <laughs> well, Jimmy, okay, Jimmy, you explain it then. What is this World Cup looking like for you, for, for Canada? Like, what is the expectation? And do you think there's <laughs> enormous pressure on these players to achieve something? Okay, so
3: we're playing against Belgium, Croatia, some of the top teams in the world. Morocco, very good side. You know, I think when, when we look at it and when we qualified, that was a huge achievement for this country. And we were so proud of these players for, for what they've done. When we go to this World Cup now, there's no pressure on us in any of the three games. The pressure's on Belgium to beat us, Croatia to beat us, and Morocco to beat us. These guys can go out and play with the freedom knowing that they're the underdogs in all three games that we're playing. And I, I understand what Craig's saying. You know, we want to hold our own and we want to get to this tournament and, you know, we don't want to participate. We want to make history. We want to, we, we want to, we want the boys to show that we deserve to be there and that we can get to that next round. Right. And it's, it's going to be, a it's going to be an absolute mountain to climb, but I think with with John leading leading the helm here um, and given the belief in these players, I think there's a very good chance that we can get out of this group. But I think just for us us getting there, um, I I couldn't be any more proud to be a, a Canadian football man in this
2: country. Yeah, shall we end the show? Yeah, that's it. I think it is. You, you, you covered both angles there. I think the mini pretty pod, much, pretty mini well. pod, Jimmy. Here, here's my concern, though. You know, looking yeah. at it today, and this is no, not a new concern, right? But aside from maybe a handful of players in that Canada squad, squad, um, this is an enormous step up, right? Enormous. You're playing Belgium and Croatia on the World Cup stage, right? These are players who have been playing in MLS, in in lower leagues, smaller leagues, right? Good players and. I think a lot of them ha- have a future in those big leagues. You'll, we'll probably see that in as early as January for some of these guys. But it's still a huge step up. So let's look at, for example, Alistair Johnston, right? Who, who I think we can all agree is going to end up in Europe at some point. Um, pretty soon, probably. He yeah. hasn't played this level before. He hasn't played world-class players before. No. Right? Mm. He's come from league well, Craig, 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 actually,
3: he, he talked about this as well. You alluded to this. Right. It's I don't think people understand just how big the gap is and the jump is once you start going on international football as well. You know, and you know, we've we've played MLS or we've played Premier League or we played championship, you know, and that standard is 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 brilliant. But I remember Craig, you know, you, you can attest to this as well. Playing in the gold cup and we're playing against Colombia and top teams in Korea and and then all of a sudden we're going to Confederation Cup and we're playing Brazil in competition time now, Cameroon in competition time, Japan in competition. Mm. Like you remember that the pace of the game, the standards. Like you cannot make mistakes that you could at club football. Yeah. You just yeah. can't because there's too much, too much at stake. There's too much on the line. You know, it's a, it, they're one-off games. Like you have to win them and you've got to make something mm-hmm. happen. And you can't be the, the individual in that match that's going to make that mistake that's going to cost you.
5: The game. Yeah. It's night like, and day. It, it is night and day. And then I also look at, you know, great results we've like even had when, you know, Brazil a month after we drew them against their top team with Babeto and Dafferel and Romario and Dunga and the rest, were Ronaldo. He was thin then. And uh, <laughs> jeez, he was, on, he was on.
3: He was on. the shakes that that Wonger and I on.
4: <laughs> yeah, the Craig's, 2 weeks Trey's week got flip. his knives out tonight. Poor Ronaldo. <laughs> uh,
5: and, and getting results, and then mm. also looking at some of the qualifying games that Belgium played, uh Croatia played. They had some tough games, even against uh, smaller opposition at times. You know, I mean, Belgium scored 25 goals in eight games. Well, 17 of those were against Estonia and Belarus, right? The other ones are a little bit tighter. They did knock in three against uh, Wales, but they also struggled against other teams. Croatia scored 10 against Malta, scored 21 total in 10 games. Uh, So they don't crush teams in over the over overrun teams. So yeah. looking at that, I, you know, and, and results that we've seen in world cups prior to where we it's, it's doable. And, and I, and I do sit here with the greatest of hope that uh, they can do it and they will believe that they can do it. They'll believe when they walk on that pitch against Belgium, that they can win this world cup. That's what they will believe. That's what John Hardman has put to them. So all those things put together, that's why I'm so excited. I just don't want everything to fall on its face because I do think there is a little bit of expectation here because this team, is you know Frank LeBouff, He won the World Cup in '98. To play with him at Chelsea, he had he's got Canada going to the semi final. He's he's a madman though, right? Yes, <laughs> but you know what I mean. I mean these are people neutral, completely yeah. neutral, and they've seen what we can do. And I think the the sum of our parts are definitely greater. And I think that they approve that. And I think just defensively though, Jimmy, I, I see this as a big step for these guys. And yeah. A couple of older players could be involved there too, so the pace. But then a couple of the younger guys, it'll be their opportunity to say, I can make that next jump. And if they do really well, they will get them. They will get a chance. People are known yeah. to make moves on the back of three games at a World Cup. I've yeah. seen it happen. We bought a Chilean at West Ham. Didn't work out at all.
3: Yeah. No, I, I agree with you, Craig. And I think, you know, when – um when you look at it, and you might say, okay, in MLS, a striker meet, might need four chances to score that one goal. But on international football, when you're playing some, against the best strikers in the world, they need one chance. And yeah. even when we played against Uruguay, do you remember the, the, the one goal where Suarez comes down the line, little chip back post, boom, goal? Like you, you can, you cannot make mistakes. Your head's gotta be a swivel on a swivel the whole time. You have to yeah, know yeah. where your men are in the box. You got to get touch tight, touch tight. You cannot give these strikers an inch. And we talk about it, mm-hmm. right? And we, and then every and everybody does. Is you know, I think our 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 biggest weak weakness is the back. And you know, going forward, absolutely dynamite. Our midfield, very very good and i'm not taking anything away from our from our defenders but we've we've got to be we've got to be clued in and yeah. we've got to be we got to be switched on now for 90 minutes 90 plus minutes in this match we cannot take a break defensively cannot take a break because Man. these strikers at this world cup will punish you given the opportunity
2: Yeah, I think it's because at the back, we haven't seen these players play against top competition before. I mean, Vitória obviously plays in Portugal, very high standard. Um, But beyond that, they haven't. Whereas the further forward you go in this team, they have experience Mm. in the Champions League with Estakio and Atiba. And of course, then you go to the Davids and and the Alfonsos, They've got that experience. They They won't be starstruck, so to speak, you know? on the big stage, whereas perhaps someone that hasn't played outside of North America at this point might be a little bit, just for a little bit, and that might be enough to, you know, unsettle the team in in that first game. That being said, you know, every time, I know is the same for you guys, every time I've had some doubt about this team going into a big match, every single time mm-hmm. they've come out on top and they've found a way and I've gone, holy shit, this is actually a really good side. So I know. Yeah. That's why
5: we're that's why we're so freaking excited about it.
2: Yeah, it is. No. We are excited about it. It's a beginning. Yeah. And, and, yeah. It, and it's got the potential. This team could crash out 0 and 3 and concede eight goals. Yep, they could. But they could also win a game and, and draw a game and get four points and move on. It's that's that's how exciting it is, right? That's what's great about this World Cup.
3: Yeah. And I think that's why, you know, when we when we watch the games as well, especially when all the all the big hitters are playing, we, we defend from the top and we we look to win the the ball in the final third you know and we press and we try to get in there because that's where our strength is our strength is up top and in the midfield and we we've got to win the ball in good areas we can't drop off and we can't bunker the we can't bunker in um and i definitely think we're going to catch a few teams off guard we'll catch them on the counter or we'll catch them in, in vulnerable areas that's for sure
5: yeah we could be the uh, kind of the Leeds United of uh, the World Cup. Yeah. Don't know which way it's going to go, but it could be 4-3, but we're going to fucking have a go. We're going said, for it. I said it a few times <laughs> now, you know, that this team does love a bit of
2: chaos, doesn't it? We've seen Org- organized chaos. chaos. Organized chaos, sure. Oh, yeah, organized absolutely. Chaos. Yeah. But when things get a bit crazy, they, they're up for the fight, aren't they? They've shown that. Yeah. I have to say I, I felt awful for Daniil Henry. Now, yeah. I, I don't wow. think Daniil would have played much regardless, but, you know, him to actually to have the conversation with John Herman and, and to say, listen, you know, I, I, I'll give my spot up for someone else, which is what John was saying um, in the press conference, because of that knee injury he picked up against Bahrain in the warm up, shows what kind of character he is. And yeah. the fact that he'll, he'll be traveling with the team as part of John Herbman's staff, um, I think Jimmy speaks volumes about that guy's yeah. character.
3: Let let me tell you something. I, I've known Daniel since he, he was a kid at TFC. Um uh, I I couldn't have any more respect and love for, for a young young man, young Canadian footballer. I, I love him to bits. Um and I was absolutely and today I was thinking about it, you know, I was I was sitting on the couch watching watching football and and he, he popped in my mind and I was I was devastated for him. I was absolutely devastated. You know, it's it's every young footballer's dream is to get to a World Cup, um, and to to get injured, get injured um, in a warm up prior to a World Cup so close and hands reach, and you, you you have to pull out of a World Cup. But you've got to give credit to the Canadian Soccer Association. Um, I thought what they did was absolutely brilliant. Um, it's a lovely you mean do, you character. mean doing
5: the obvious, huh? You mean doing
3: the obvious. Well, get him involved,
5: yeah, I mean, yeah. that's obvious, isn't it? Yeah.
3: get him get him but involved.
5: No, but it doesn't always happen, the obvious, but, but. The,
3: the obvious yeah. doesn't always happen <laughs> you, you know that f- firsthand
5: but i i was I
3: was delighted for him, um, yeah, you know, keep him involved um, he's He's such an important piece of that squad. Um, and he's he's been in there a, a long time, and, and I don't think anybody could say a bad word about Daniel Henry. So I'm, I'm I'm delighted that he's actually going there, and he's going to be a part of a part of this history.
2: And he'll be there to keep the group together, be a bit of a liaison. It seems between management and the players. Because tell us, Craig. I mean, you you and Jimmy know this. The rest of us don't know this. What is tournament football like? What do we? What should we know as fans? Outsiders Mm. that we don't know about what it's like to be, you know, sequestered with a group in two, three,
5: four weeks together. How hard is it? Well, the the most obvious thing that it actually catches a bit by surprise is that the amount of pressure you have externally for from family and friends and you know what's going on they're traveling there's going to be people there they're going to be texting you there's going to be all sorts of this distract these distractions going on where you've got to try to separate yourself you're not going to be able to leave the hotel for the most part in the complex because you're going to be just swamped there's going to be people everywhere you got to get used to that it can be really boring so you got to find things to do like play cricket in the hallways and stuff like that and you yeah. just have a freaking blast doing shit like that and then you know you got to keep their keep their mood and their minds occupied in some way too. But it is, it's a long haul and there's a, there's a yeah. lot of, a lot of differences in it too.
3: Yeah. And the other thing is too, Craig, you, you remember, you know, going into it, you're, you're constantly looking at the table, thinking, thinking about results that are going on. Mm-hmm. And then when the first match is out of the way, it's like, okay, listen, if, if we can get a point here, if we can get three there. Then we, we, we can get to the next round or, if we win this one and they lose that one and and you're constantly talking about all the games that are going on, aren't you?
5: Yeah. Especially
3: in your own group, you know, just trying Mm -hmm. to figure out ways. Okay. How, how do we get out of this? How can we get to that next round? And I remember even, even at the gold cup, remember we, we were talking about it all the time. Okay. Yeah. We got this result. Okay. What about the next one? If, if, if we don't get this, then we need that and
5: we need them to
3: lose. And here's the goal differences. And, yeah, it's constantly on your mind all the time.
5: I remember watching that last game of the group stage when I, when uh, Korea were playing Costa Rica and the scoreline as it was, thinking, hold on a minute, goals for goals difference, goals against head to head. Everybody's looking about, I think we're tied in every possible <laughs> yeah. way. What happens now? Oh, let's do a coin toss. Yeah. <laughs>
4: I was going to ask, fellas, are these guys going to be? Because you guys just said it. Are they going to be glued to the other games too? Are oh they yeah, gonna, they're just going to be taking it
3: all in, right? Oh yeah, you're you're constantly the whole tournament. You're you're engaged. You're watching everything, every team, all the points, goals scored, goals against. You're so ingrained in it. It's 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 incredible because, like like Craig said, like you're 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 locked in that compound. Like you're going nowhere. And all your focus is on on football. It's not like you you can get out and do your thing and get away from it a little bit. You might be able to get out and go for a coffee, but you come back in and somebody's talking about this game, and all of a sudden now you're back in that conversation. And yeah. it's
5: at least it, at least there's no sort of historical sites to go see. You just go, it's like going to the fucking moon.
4: <laughs> <laughs> visiting,
5: visiting Jimmy's property. Yeah. Yeah. Two acres. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So let's go see the uh, sand. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah.
4: Well, did you see uh, <laughs> Did you see the NFL? Um, Tampa Bay was playing Seattle in Germany. Mm. So who I, – I wonder what the star struck. So Alfonso gets his jersey autograph by Tom Brady. Mm. So is – yeah. So is mm. there – that was today. So is there some – Will there be guys who are that you would just be like, oh, I can't believe I'm playing against this guy?
2: Yeah, like there, there's going to be a lot of that. No, for these MLS oh. guys. What oh yeah. Kidding? Well, when they see De Bruyne line yeah. up against them, right? I mean, but that's why I said that there might be that element of being starstruck for a little bit, for a moment, mm-hmm. perhaps. Hopefully, it's just a moment because you know, you know how it is. When I don't know when I've been in the professional environments and I meet someone famous. I don't think that they're famous. You kind of you switched on. I'm sure it's the same for footballers. Yeah. Same kind of thing, right? You realize that you're you know doing the same job. He just gets paid a lot more than me, <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm a, I presume that's how it is. If you're starstruck, that is a problem, wouldn't it be?
3: Yeah, I think it's. I mean, look. Regardless who you're playing against, you know, you you're always you want to test yourself, don't yeah. you? Right? You're, you're playing against some of the top players in the world, and I think when De Bruyne sprays a 70 yarder, 70 yarder on a dime. And then goes on this dribble when you're, he's running a hundred meters in nine seconds. I think you start going, oh, I got to change my game here. I got to be on my toes because this yeah. guy's absolutely going to
5: destroy me. Yeah, I gotta say, I don't. Yeah, even as much as I, you're super excited when you're standing next to guys like Cantona and Klinsman and Babeto and Romario and yeah. Reichardt and Overmars and. Henri and you're like fucking hell. These guys are fucking good. Yeah, and and most of the time they're bigger than you think. Oh, they're monsters. Like, Cote- how big they are. Yeah, Coach is going to come in. They're like physical specimens, right? Remember we played Cameroon. Those fucking guys, those guys were just brick shithouses. It was just unbelievable. Just there's an ounce of fat on a whole squad of them. Like just Who's that big striker that we played for them? Cameroon, isn't it's it? Cameroon. Yeah. That's Roger Miller. <laughs> no, <laughs> we played against him. <laughs> they were good. They played. Well, mean, they, they have Rigobert Song. Yeah, he was my teammate at West Ham. He's a he's a, he, he's a, he a, he was, a coach now. He right? was
3: huge. I played against Jeremy. Jeremy was playing right, wide right. He was FC Rapid. Yeah. I had to open my legs up with that boy a few times. Yeah, he was quick. Yeah. but you're right. Like, and I, I remember even playing against Arsenal back in the day. And, And I couldn't believe lining up in the tunnel how big these guys were.
2: People don't realize that they
3: are they're huge. And I and I'm all right, I'm a good size. I'm six foot, six one, just over. These guys are massive. Massive.
2: Big, big men. That's like uh they used to say whenever Germany would play any team, you you'd line up beside Germany, the traditional Germany, and like, holy crap, these boys are just enormous. Intimidating, right? How big they were. Physical and yeah. I guess it, it's harder to be a sub in those games when you're playing a, a team of stars like Belgium. It's going to be harder for those guys sitting on the bench watching that and knowing that they might get the call in, in the 70th minute, and then they've got to get on the field and hit the turf running against some of the best players in the world.
5: Well, Jimmy, you answer that as an out-player. As a goalkeeper, is a fucking nightmare, but it's very rare. Mm-hmm. But okay. as a, an out-player, you just have to be ready... And John will have those guys. They don't even call them substitutes anymore. They're basically impact players. Yeah. And they're just as important or more important. So you might come on and, you know, for whatever, look at Bale in the MLS Cup final. You know what I mean? Like, yeah,
2: you, know,
5: you got to make a difference yeah. defensively or attacking or whatever. Yeah. So you're warming up all the time. You're you're basically playing the game as an out player for the most of the time. Goalkeeper, like I say, it's different because you just don't get, you don't. Know, Not feeling any.
3: Yeah. I remember, I remembered sometimes, you know, if I was coming off the bench in a a match and a manager would always say to me, like, focus on your first touch, get into the game, get into the game. Because if you get out there and all of a sudden your first one's out of bounds or you give it away, then you end up – you chase it, don't you, for the next few minutes trying to get that next one. And if you give it away again, it's like, fuck. So you, you, your first pass or whatever it is, simple. Like get yourself get yourself into the game. Make sure it's clean and it's okay, good. I got my first touch. I'm ready to go. And and, and no, start feeling into the game.
5: Didn't you find, Jimmy, too, though, like for – you always hear this, guys, from, you know, even see you warm up, up and down, you're not actually a, like a loading, you know, running 80 yards. So you get on as a substitute. And you read that first burst that you go like 80 yards or something Oh, like you're that. breathing
3: yeah. out of your ass. Yeah.
5: And you're like, holy yeah. fuck, I, I've been on that, right? Yeah. And, and your lungs you are. are just burning. And it's, it's just burning.
3: like. burning. You're like. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> You've only made one run. Yeah. <laughs> 160 yarder, and everybody's looking at you going, you should be fresh. Get going!" Right. Like, I can't breathe. <laughs> My lungs are burning. You guys time. are already, you guys are on your second wind.
5: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's giving me experience. Yeah. But a, a big day, a great day for Canadian football. It was exciting to finally be in that conversation today. And yeah, there's some heartbreakers of guys you mentioned there, but I think the squad, there weren't really surprises there. Um it's good to see Liam Fraser getting there. I really like that. Did you see his reaction video? Yeah, that was oh. emotional. That 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 actually oh.
3: got me a little bit, man. Me too. It got me a little bit where I was. Inconsolable. Like, oh. He was yeah. no, 'cause I, I can I can only imagine, you know, how proud he is. Right. Not not only you know when he was you know talking to his family, but I think it's more more from for himself believing you know wow. And I keep saying it, guys. I keep saying it all the time. Every every player's dreams to get to a World Cup. We love to play in a World Cup, and and he finally got there, you know and. I can only imagine how emotionally he was, and well, I, I, I saw it. But wow, it was it, it, it hit me, man. I was I was like, wow, it's incredible. I can imagine the the emotions that's going through him right there. And no, and the, the, the thing is, and I think I think as footballers um, and guys that have played the game, you know, I'm watching that and I can relate to it because I could I know what he's going through. I know that the feelings that's going through him right now and how proud he is and, and he, he can't believe it, you know, and it's, it's nice telling your parents, Hey, I, I got there and, you know, we did it and, but they'll, they will never understand exactly
2: the emotion that's going through him right there. And then, but isn't and the secret though, awesome. not to let it become too big as well, right? You have this moment today, right? You got the, the call up, but you have to turn it on pretty quickly and get back to playing football. Right. Yeah. If you're carrying that emotion with you onto the pitch, that can be a dangerous
5: thing, I imagine. Yeah, there's a possibility that you, they could freeze. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, let's put that that game. I mean, they're they're rusty, whatever. But that game against Bahrain, I mean, uh I, I think there was a bunch of those players that were there. They were so freaking nervous about being that guy that left out of the squad. I, 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 the performances were that was the worst we've seen from Canada. I mean, none of the superstars we know were playing, but just that was. That was pretty bad game. No. It was. Bad. They looked rusty, didn't they? I and mean, fair enough, they have not played in months
2: most of them, right? No. Run.
3: Yeah, I mean, oh, you know, probably. that's that's the thing and I, I was I was commentating the game and and I'm thinking to myself about some of the players I'm going, this is your last crack to make to make an impact. And you you got to get through that pain barrier. You have to get through that pain barrier yeah. in order to to get in John Herman's mind and say, "Hey, you know, he showed well here and through through how hard it was and the pitch was terrible, you haven't played in a little bit, but, you know, who's, who's willing to, to push the barriers? Because when you get to that World Cup, it's even going to be even harder. So if you're willing to push in that match and it's going to be difficult, then if I'm, if I'm the, the manager, I'm looking going, okay, how hard are you going to push yourself? Because if you're not pushing yourself that hard right now, then you're not doing it against Belgium and Croatia and Morocco. Mm -hmm. You know, that was an opportunity for some guys. And I was disappointed with a few players where I was like, I don't think you worked hard enough. Or, and, you know, leading up to it, could you have done more? Could you have been in the gym? Could you have done more running? Could you have worked harder than what you did? Because I I felt a a few players – Mm-hmm. did not show well and they looked heavy after 10 minutes in that match
5: and, and a lot of it like yeah we know the pitch was poor and heavy and bobbly and all that but a lot of times you just the circumstances are never perfect no you're not going to get the perfect situation it was freaking hot too it was 29 degrees so, i mean they're not going to play in that time it's gonna be what 24 right uh in qatar yeah, well but-
2: it's hard to say because they're, they're going to air condition those stadiums too, right? They're saying, I forget who was saying this, that they, they might need to be wearing blankets on the bench. Mm. That's how cold it could be in there. Sharms, you're going to you're gonna sweat your satchel off. You're yes. Gonna come, you're going to come no, back. be disgusting. You're going to have the lightest ball sack. No, I, yeah. Well, not as light as Craig's, but pretty light. <laughs> not
3: as light as Craig. You, you won't
2: be one ball down. Sharms
3: Char- is a naturally sweaty man, though.
2: I yeah. am quite sweaty, yeah. It's true. I am. I'm he not doesn't mind a good sweat. Clothes. I got the call. We're not wearing suits, so that's
5: I was very concerned about that. So. No, but I think the stadiums are all gonna they're supposed to be, I think, 24 degrees. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can't have one that's cold and one's hot, and then no, next thing you know, someone's right. like, hey, we're playing so-and-so. Can you turn the turn the air conditioning off?
3: Yeah. I wonder if the referee will ask for that halfway through the game.
5: <laughs> yeah, one of these just <laughs>
3: He'll Walk over to the dial. <laughs> that on, was that that VAR. VAR. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> what was it? A couple degrees? Yeah, okay, we'll drop yeah. it three.
5: Yeah, the OVAR, the O, the, the, the O. Who's, who's got
4: the nest for, the, for the
2: arena? And all, all the, all <laughs> the women in the stadium will all be cold, all be hey, too cold because they're always cold. I wonder how many times the would be going, "Hey, Google, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, turn it down three degrees, please." Yeah, that's funny.
5: Hopefully, it's like Edmonton. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: It goes crazy. It's the opposite. Um, Ronaldo says he's just focusing now on playing for Portugal and hopefully winning a World Cup with them. Um, Just before we we recorded tonight, it came out, this interview with Piers Morgan. Um, I don't want to spend too long on it. It's all about timing. He he says he feels betrayed. He doesn't respect Ten Hag. The club's gone down the shitter since Fergie left. Basically, there's no return now. I don't think for Ronaldo mm. to Manchester United, Craig. It's not quite how we thought it would end when he returned in such glory a couple of years ago. Now, is it? No, I bet he wish he went to Man City. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, how different it could have been,
5: eh? Oh, even if you're sitting on the bench, you'd be just you would have the big, uh, big cigar on the bench, <laughs> just sitting there, l- lapping up trophies. So let
2: me ask you, do you think he did the right thing? He said he's been saying for months, one at a time, the one day the truth will come out. He's done it in the biggest stage possible with mm-hmm. one of the most polarizing figures in in journalism and Piers Morgan
5: mm-hmm. on
2: the eve of a World Cup when when United's actually playing pretty good football once again. Youngster's getting a chance, doing well. They've turned it around after a terrible start to the season and he's made it all about him. I don't think you can defend him on this. I know people will. mm
5: mm-hmm. Brendan will,
2: but I don't think you can defend him. Uh,
5: for the most part, no. And I think he's so – he's right now, he's so pissed off himself with the club. He's showing them basically, you know what? You know, I'm going to show you how powerful I am. I'm going to come out with this – again, with Piers Morgan, of all people. And <laughs> just before the World Cup, I'm going to show you how I can steal. Mm. I am I am not bigger than the game, but just – I'm pretty fucking close. <laughs> Yep, <laughs> right. Or, nice. or,
3: or maybe he's looking at it and he's sitting there biting his tongue and hearing all the abuse that's coming towards him. And he's just had enough and went, this is all fabrication. It's total fabrication. And I'm going to speak my mind now because enough is enough. You know, I've been tried to be professional and I think he's calculated. I think, the, I think the kid's clued in. Yeah. He knows what's going on.
4: He's not Homer Simpson no. lighting the I, lighting the think, bridge on fire think, as he I
3: goes away. LA. <laughs> no, and I think he's just gone, <laughs> yeah, enough's enough. And I'm gonna I'm gonna start pointing a finger now. So yeah. you think he's this is his, his PR, Jimmy?
4: You this is his PR right now. I wouldn't say it's his PR. I would say no. it's him. I think yeah. he no I when I say his this. PR, I mean it, but it's it's his approach to hey, I'm going to verbalize this in the media. Yeah. He's drawn it right. on the narrative, right? You yeah. guys are,
3: you know, you're painting this picture of me that's yeah. not accurate. And enough's enough. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna start pointing the finger now and making sure that my name's not getting dragged through the mud because his his name has been dragged through the mud over the last number of months.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Whose fault is that though?
5: I think that you know, I think there's blame on both sides. I, I don't I don't think there's just black and white. I really don't. I think they're both I blame that blame, but certain. I think Jimmy makes a very good point there too, um, and it's probably, like I said, it's somewhere balanced in yeah. the middle. They've they've screwed up. Now, yeah, a yeah. It, It's a beautiful relationship
2: that just fell apart quickly and dramatically, right? And you can point fingers. There's not never just one person to blame. I I do agree with that for sure. But he has made his own bed here as well, you know, by refusing yeah. to come off the bench. Um, just his body language. Mm. You know that's not a professional way to deal with it. And at the same time, if there is some kind of vendetta against him at the club and, and they're leaking information, then he's got a right to be angry about it. And now he's got a way to control it, right? But like Jimmy said, he has. He he knows what he's doing. He's strategized. He knows knows why he's doing it and when he's doing it.
5: Yeah, he's got seven hundred million social media followers, isn't he? Yeah,
2: yeah, no.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's a sad way to end uh, I do
2: wonder now where he ends up in, in January because that will be a story now through the World Cup, right? Isn't it? As long as Ronaldo's in the World Cup, it's going to be, where will he be playing in January? Where's the next step? And just it'd be just like him to have a great World Cup, wouldn't it? A great yeah. World Cup. Can you imagine <laughs> yeah.
5: Ar- Argentina against Portugal? Final. <laughs> Apparently, it is, it is possible. They yeah. I think they both have to win their group. It would be a fitting
2: way, wouldn't it? Actually, you oh, know what? If it what? can't be Canada or England, I would take that as a final. Just that. Okay, now we can say this rivalry that's gone on for the last fifteen years. Yay, nay, love, hate. I'm Messi. I'm Ronaldo. One big occasion on the biggest stage in world sport. It, One it, time,
5: somebody said, uh, and, I, and I actually thought, well, it actually be far far off. Can you imagine? Like that, it's probably be the biggest sporting event in the history of the planet certainly with obviously with the population have now, can you imagine? Um, even bigger than the Canada cup. (laughs) Well, you know, there would be a certain population in Canada would probably think that there, there's a it, it rivals it, but it would in terms, I think be, I think it'll be bigger doesn't. than the
4: Canada Cup.
2: You think yeah. so? Okay. yeah. I, right. so. I had to ask.
4: Yeah. Okay. Um yeah. but it is interesting to me because I remember Messi playing for Argentina, Argentina and losing to Chile and I remember maybe 5 years ago and he said I will never play again for the remember the national oh, retired, team. Yeah. Yep. He was so broken with the national team. And it's so great to see him. They won that Copa America, right? They just, it's so great to see him playing great at PSG, but excited about this World Cup playing for his home country.
2: Yeah, it's a good point because he, he did. I mean, there's a horrible mismanagement in Argentine football at the national level. Mm. And it just drove him crazy to a breaking point there. But they they convinced him to come back. He came back and he he's won a Copa America. Yeah. Right. So it's yeah.
5: It's
2: turned out for the best. That's but.
5: interesting, isn't it? Because like it took him. Now he's got that under his belt—an international uh, trophy which uh, me and Jimmy have as well. <coughs> Just yeah. to say, uh, yeah, uh, right. uh, yeah, you, Thank yeah. you. Um, thank
4: you, Canada. Yeah. Harry, Harry, Harry Kane. Harry
2: You're
5: Kane welcome, you. Canada.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Harry
2: Kane. Well, let me ask you, after you won the Gold Cup, I mean, did that take the pressure off your shoulders when you play for Canada? In that 2000, 2000? Hard, yeah. but...
3: Actually, it did. It did, man. Did it really? Look, well, you, you think right. when, when you play football, we you want to win.
5: A, we'd actually lifted a trophy, a continental <laughs> trophy.
3: I know, I've seen the video. The biggest in our region. Yeah. I know. It's it's like our European Cup charms. You know that. I, hey, he you,
2: I'm your biggest supporter. I covered that tournament. I know.
3: I hugged that thing like there was no tomorrow. Yeah.
5: How many teams outside of the U.S. and Mexico have won it, Jimmy? Uh, none. Jesus the <laughs> the Christ. <laughs> These two Fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> At least, you know, you've, you're good
2: sports and you've, you've yeah. moved on. It was the next the fucking time. 20
5: years it was shite. All these other guys that you see on TV carrying this shit, they, they were fucking shite. They, they can't remember past
1: that.
2: But yeah. well, the, the, the best part, you know, you, you lifted the trophy over your heads and then you, yeah. you used that as the platform and foundation for bigger and better things, qualifying for World Cups. And, oh, oh well, oh, yeah. Yeah. Did, yeah. Didn't happen. Creating podcasts. Hey,
3: you, you, play, you play the game to win things. That's all you got when you finish, is yeah. is those trophies and medals that you've won throughout your career. But Craig, Did you, you were- rings, for that? and ninety percent of players will go through their whole career not win nothing.
2: Yeah, you got rings for that, didn't you? Was it rings or not? No, nothing. Ah, oh. Craig, got Craig it. got a cock ring. Yeah. can we see it with nice. a 2000 gold cup on it yeah <laughs> no 2000 <gold.
0: laughs>
5: it went out of space for the whole, whole gold cup. It, it, it's true it, it's a true thing yeah it's true it's true it was radioactive and it gave me all cancer. got a custom made it goes
4: cheap, cheaply
5: made and it's radioactive made out of uranium yeah Gave me not cancer. Shit. Was <laughs> <laughs> it worth it, Greg? But you still lifted the I knew I shouldn't have used that
4: mineral. <laughs> <laughs>
5: uh, what was actually good is like the Confederation Cup like that that tournament was is much of as its way under the World Cup, of course, but it's just the continental champions, yeah. right? So France, Cameroon. <laughs> Yeah. Holy shit. Brazil.
3: Yeah. It was awesome. Do you know, the, the one thing, you know, it, when we look back, and I was, I'm was, i still to this day, I'm so upset that we never got to play in the Copa America. We, we're on our way down, ready to go, mm-hmm. and I, and we got pulled out. And if we played in that, Craig, we played, that means we would have won a Gold Cup, played in a Confederation Cup, played in the Copa America, and the only thing we didn't get to was a World Cup, which would yeah. have been the last major tournament.
5: Yeah. And that was – and then the first, well, we finished second in CONCACAF in 1994, um, yeah. but they changed the rules to three and a half teams later. I was like, holy shit. I could we really yeah. dream of that. The The Confederations Cup was always a great tournament,
2: actually. And it's basically a dress rehearsal, wasn't it, for the World Cup, for whoever's yeah. hosting the World Cup the right. year before they'd have it. But yeah. I think the last one was um, 2019 or just before COVID, I think. And they yeah. stopped doing it. Saying now we've expanded the club World Cup, that'll that'll take care of that. Which is a shame because it, it, it was always something. It was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Um. Let's move to some <laughs> club football now. Um. After all, this is this just in and we expected a bit of chaos this weekend. Uh. I think pretty much the players got through unscathed, right? I know James Madison came off for of Leicester on twenty five minutes, but uh, he says he'll be fine and actually. Brendan Rodgers said, uh, we're just trying to protect some of the World Cup boys, which is a lot different to what um, Conte was saying, you know, who did says, so we don't give a damn about the World Cup. <laughs> These are our players, we're going to play them. Um, city Brentford, best result in club history, Thomas Frank suggested for Brentford. Wonga, you must have been going just, your, your, your boys, your, your childhood club, you're seeing them now in the, <laughs> in the big show against the best team in the world and winning convincingly. You
4: know, when you were, when you're born in Brentford, you can't escape it. (laughs) And I have to tell you, uh, it made me so happy. I did a little break dance. I did a little break dance video for the win. Uh, it's got some views maybe And you put on you put on
3: you put of, on new underwear as well didn't yeah. you?
4: Clean underwear. You still
3: have, you still had the price tag on them. Yeah, I did.
4: <laughs> I did. He's in- he's, re- he's returning them by the way. <laughs> <laughs> hey winners, get ready for some <laughs> underwear to be returned. Pause Sorry, lumpies on. didn't fit. But you know what it reminded me though of Craig was it was off a corner kick and it was just like that West Ham loss like it was a great outlet and then gone for that in the 98th minute like eight minutes of extra time too yeah. i was like this is a great touch i mean oh yeah and, and, and we were what interested me was we all talked about on news and such how the weekend was going to be weird
5: yeah And you know interesting that tony who scores both goals had a point to prove right because he was you know he he was close to making the squad or certainly he was in the conversation right
2: yeah
5: yeah um he was great yeah. So, and then they got this Man City. I mean, it was a perfect storm. Is a you couldn't pick a better time to play City. Every one of their superstars is going to play for every World Cup team possible. And if that isn't on the back of your mind, you know it just has to be. Pep knew cool. it. They knew it. And after the game, he would have said, probably, "You assholes are already on that plane." Because again, most coaches, even Brendan Rodgers, behind closed doors, are saying, <laughs> "This is your bread and butter, boys." Scissor your bread and butter. Yeah. Did you see
4: uh, the Everton highlights? Anybody? Jordy yep. Pick. Hey,
3: can I? Can I just go back oh, on the, to what, what Craig was saying? He's absolutely spot on. By the way, mm-hmm. on the way, by the way, because you think how many players are dropping like flies, and none of those players want to get injured now because they all yeah. want to get to that World Cup and. There's a reason why probably they're going oh, I'm going eighty percent today because I need to I need to make that World Cup. Otherwise I'm gonna be like the next the next guy down the street here that's not going to it. So one hundred percent there's a reason behind it.
2: Well won't mention Jordan Pickford there and he, he's one of the bravest goalkeepers in the Premier League. He's Jordan. He had
3: Pickford. a stinker,
2: by the way. That's what I was gonna stinker. say. Oh. And it wasn't Jordan Pickford right there's a couple of plays there there was that first, I think the first or the, or the second goal now I forget now and I thought he came out and he was just so half assed compared because usually he'd go right through that guy right through him right and yeah. uh he just didn't want to get any kind of contact he looked like he was just cowering it's so unlike him but I couldn't blame him at all
5: is that yeah. right I didn't I didn't yeah. see that game I'd like to have seen that yeah yeah check out the highlights um Fubo on, on Fubo does Fubo the
4: five yeah Fubo all, all does three goals yeah he, All they, three goals. He, he did not he look blocking. good. Like, they almost should have just started someone else because he looked yeah. bashful. And I would say, it actually, to me, it was not a good
2: game to be going off into the World Cup to. That's, no. you know. Whereas Nick Pope looked really good. Really big save late in that. Newcastle beat Chelsea. That's right. 1-0 in third place. At the break, Arsenal win. They're five points clear now at the top. I think we can all agree that, yeah, they could do it. I, I still think City are going to win this thing. I still think. But at this point, we can't be shocked if Arsenal managed to hang on. I mean, I see no no weakness there. Yeah. No reason to think they can't do it. I,
5: think- I, lo- I love it. I love it because uh, City are so freaking good. And, and what Arsenal are surprising us with is just, yeah, it's great. It's great for the league. It's good for Arsenal. Yeah. yeah it's good for everything. It is. I, I thought City might have run away with it by
3: now. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, the big, the big thing is too. and Craig, you know, this, what's going to happen after this break, because I think there's going to be a dark horse. that's going to come through after the break. And a lot of times too, when you go into these little moments where there's a break and they, the daffer says, okay, guys, take a few days off, five days off. And top of the table, things are going well. And then there's other teams that come back and they're a little bit more prepared because they're going to end up having a mini preseason, aren't they? Mm. Yeah. To get back into it. Yeah. So it's gonna. It's if if I'm Arsenal right now, I'm thinking, fuck, because we're we've got this momentum that's in our swinging our way right now, and we got to ride this and we got to keep going. And the more games, the better because we're on this this swing. But this break that's going to hit now. If you're the manager, you're going, oh, no, oh, no, we, yeah. we, we don't need this right now because we're hot, and what's how are we going to come out of this right now? Injuries, who, too. Injuries. Yep, injuries, whatever it may be. And then who's the next team now that's going to start pushing a little bit harder and going, okay, we're going to make a challenge? That's the problem now for Arsenal is how they come out of this break.
5: Yeah, well, and that's a good one, you know, Jimmy, too, because I'm thinking who at the top of the table has the least amount of internationals that, that that's – might might be a good thing. That'll a little be, dark horse
3: yeah. Newcastle, no?
5: No, we think so. Maybe, yeah. I mean, even Sven Botman didn't make
2: it the squad, yeah. did he? Which is surprising. That's
3: and, a little dark horse because they look good. Yeah, they do I look watch, really good. I them. I mean, Chelsea had a lot of chances as well. They they did. And, they and well. poke, poke was on fire. He made some great saves. But yeah. that Newcastle squad where you, you don't have many internationals. And they're going to spend in January, right? Yeah. They're going to buy a few few players to come in and make that squad stronger. I'm telling you, watch out.
2: Mm-hmm. Watch well, out. And I mean, out of their play, I mean, Joe Linton didn't make the Brazil squad. Gimarash mm-hmm. isn't going to the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, Al Moron. Um, I
5: mean, a good player, not
2: going, eh? <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's a benefit for. And, and you,
3: think, you think Eddie Howe's
2: not going? Yeah. Thank God?
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. He's exactly. buzzing right now. Yeah.
3: Buzzing. Yeah,
2: he really is. Uh, Spurs 4 leads 3. There's your chaos, chaos game. Jesus Christ. It was what fun to, Fun to watch, though. Jeez. It was amazing to watch, yeah. Jesse Marsh just looked apoplectic at the end of the game, didn't he? That's... Oh, you love that, don't you? And, and I know, also, you, I know you, it know, it you love that. Even it's also it's a way, disease, it's, eh? Charms, it's a disease, too. We I found know. That, it's a right? disease as well. <laughs> yeah.
4: Look at him! All chuffed.
3: Hey, yeah, he's been practising really all day. Like, <laughs> all I feel, day. I feel like
2: I feel like B when he makes a funny joke. <laughs> when he lands one. What? One seventy-five shows. shows?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, no, that was a that was a great one. Lots of fun there. Um, Liverpool beat Southampton. Nunes with two goals. He's warming up, mm. looking good. James Milner's six hundredth Premier League appearance. That's. Just impressive, isn't it? Yeah. It's just
5: six hundred Premier League appearances. Yeah, that's only a hundred short of Ronaldo's all-time goals. <laughs> yeah.
3: hey, by the By the way, if we if we do if we do have young listeners that are listening to this game, and if they watch that Liverpool match, those early whipping crosses are clinical. They are amazing, and if you look at Liverpool's goals as well early lip whipped in behind the back four great finishes as well
4: i'd also like to say if there's young people listening a cock ring is something (laughs) you put around a rooster's neck yep so it (laughs) it doesn't eat too much and uh can doesn't make too much noise in the morning that's true.
5: Yeah. So yeah. it doesn't cock.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, in
3: that, in, in Craig's case, in Craig's case, if you need some context, uh, little boys and girls, think of uh, your your wristband, like a full, like all the way up here. That's that's a good Craig size. Craig mm-hmm. size is way
2: up to your wrist.
4: And,
3: and that's, that's where like,
2: that's where the expression "choke your chicken" came from. That's right. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Fuck. Hold, guys,
3: <laughs> I'm talking to younger people that are listening to this game that are playing. You
4: already ruined whipping, for the Whipping young
3: in an early cross behind yeah. the back four, how beneficial it is, how hard it is for defenders. And you're talking about Cochranes. <laughs> what chance do we have? Honestly, honestly, this podcast is gone.
2: Honestly, to any parents out there listening with their kids, um, A, I apologize. <laughs> Secondly, it's your own fault. There is a warning, an explicit warning on the podcast, on all platforms. We even have um, Roy Kent before the show saying, listen, sometimes we go a little bit too far.
5: <laughs> and by that, I mean every single show we go a little bit too far. So every show. no one I should thought, be surprised. I thought we got away with that. I thought Wong actually saved us and you guys just... You Jimmy, Jimmy, you had to throw us back under the
4: bus. Yeah. We, uh, or was
0: had it had JC his guy. Up, You
3: have or to be the it, good guy, eh, Jimmy? Or was it JC holding up his forearm? <laughs>
4: Hey, listen, I'm just trying to describe Craig in detail. I'm just saying.
5: (laughs) You have a really you have a really It was very very limp, JC, when you held that forearm. And he's like he's like Popeye though. It's like a baby holding an apple. (laughs)
4: So dumb. This can all this can all be edited out. We're going to hell,
3: by the way. But it won't
2: be. Won't be. No, it will not. Um <laughs> okay, I gotta go pretty soon. Well, we're not Anything going anywhere to get to. Out. No. Anything else. No. Oh, I just, uh,
4: I did want to say, had I bet on that Brentford, it was 18 to 1 on North Star bets. And so Starks and I were going back and forth on Twitter, and he goes, You, you could probably make a mid game bet. And they were up 1 0. One and they it went from 18 to 1 to 4 to 1. So I didn't bother.
2: No. <laughs> I don't believe you. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well everyone this has been fun. We're back on Tuesday for our uh, World Cup preview podcast. Yeah. We'll think of some amusing questions. Anyone has ideas for amusing questions or statements we can discuss regarding the World Cup rather than just the usual who's going to win the World Cup? Who's going to be the best player? No that shit.
5: They're going to expect um, that you're going to be all over that you're going to be down by the where the migrant workers were. we're going to we, we want to know all that. Oh yeah, I'll be all over that stuff. Thanks, (laughs) Craig. You know, we want the real deal. I'm a
2: sports reporter, Craig. I report in the sports. That's what I do. Foreign services—that's the name.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I'll get arrested.
2: Um, Yeah, so that's the show for today, anyway. But yeah, let us know on Twitter um, any great ideas you have. Who's someone's not wearing headphones? No, it just sometimes there's a lag. It's echoing. Yep. Is that what it is? Yeah, Echo. Now it's gone. Echo. Echo. Just disappeared. Echo. Oh. All right. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. Um, don't forget, FUBO.com. FUBOTV.com is your place for all the Premier League games. And sign up if you haven't already. Once the football returns, certainly, you'll be needing that. FUBOTV.com slash Footy Prime is Japan. the address for that. Japan Canada um, game. Japan Canada game with coming up our- next week. Our boy, Jimmy
4: Brennan, doing the color once again. What day is that, Jimmy? Is that Thursday?
3: Yes, it is. 8.30, I think, in the morning.
4: Okay. Where's it out of, Jimmy? Do you know? Sorry? Where's it out of? The studio. No, no. Sorry. (laughs) Are they going to be in Qatar by then? Will it be at a Qatar? Yes, it's it's in uh, Doha, I think. It's in Doha. Okay. I believe so, yeah.
3: Yeah. So, expect a very different match than what you saw the other day. A nice pitch. The A-team a- playing, mm. it's going to be a very, very good footballing match. And the Japanese, a great footballing side, I expect a very good match for this one. I'm excited right. for it, actually. I I actually am. Because I think we'll be firing on all cylinders. It's a last match before we go to a World Cup.
2: And everyone always remembers that last match before the World Cup.
3: No, they don't, Sharms.
2: <laughs> hey, you know what? Canada, England, eighty-six. In Vancouver. yeah. don't remember that, do I? 1-0. <laughs> <laughs> Was it 1-0? Yeah. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed that, everyone. Uh, we're back I mentioned on Tuesday, and then we'll let you know our World Cup plans in the next few days as well. So Jimmy Craig, JC Wonger, thank you very much. B will return again on Tuesday as well, and we will see you then. Keep buying newspapers. Bye-bye.
5: Follow us on Twitter at footy underscore prime and on Instagram at Footy Prime IG.